Tony. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Torina Finishing, and I'm your greeter this morning. Happy Triumphant Tuesday, everyone. Good morning. This is Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. The same to you. God bless you. God bless Good you. Morning. Thank Thank you. Good, Good morning, Good morning, Happy Triumphant Tuesday, Yvonne. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Thank you so much. Have a great day, okay? And who was was trying to say good morning? Uh, good morning, it's Tasia. Tasia, good morning to you. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Yes, thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Good morning, Big Time Declare Victory family. Hey, 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 hey. This is Sabrina. God bless everyone on the line and have a blessed day. Good morning, Sister Sabrina. Good morning to you. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. You have a great day as well. Thank you. Same to you. Thank you. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Anyone else just join the call? Must say good morning. You know, this is the holiday. This is 4th of July, where we celebrate in Christ. In Christ, there is freedom. 
Good morning. This is Charmaine the Finisher, who has just joined the line. I'm going to say good morning. Good morning. This is Mary. Mary, good morning to you. Happy Toronto Tuesday. Thank you. You as well. Thank you. Good morning. It's Lenore. And who was this again? Lenore. Lenora, good morning to you. Is this your first time calling in? Nope, it's not my first time. I was invited by Jackie. I just wanted to say good morning. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear your sound this morning. Thank you. Enjoy your day. You too. Thank you. Anyone else want to say good morning? In Galatians 5, 1, freedom is what we have. Christ has set us free. Stand then as free people and do not allow yourself to become slaves again. This is terminated the finish, and I'm the greedy this morning. Anyone else just join the call and want to say good morning? Good morning. This is Michelle from Michigan, also invited by Jackie. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good to hear your sound this morning. Good to be heard. Amen. 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 Any, any, come on, any first-time callers or any men want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Charmaine the Finisher. Anyone just joined the call and want to say good morning? Yes, good, good morning. morning. This is Sister Sylvia. I have a prayer request, please. Sister Sylvia, okay, hold on, please. Okay, go ahead. Uh, yes, I would ask for a prayer for the, the Britt family, B-R-I-T-T, in the passing of our mother. Mm. Sorry to hear it. Thank you. Praying for you, sis. <laughs> Anyone else want to say good morning before I get started? Good morning. Good morning. It's first consent. Minute. <laughs> Yes, hi. Good morning, everyone. Hi, good morning to you. Happy Triumph Tuesday. Good morning. Same to you. Good morning, Therese. This is Miss B. Can I ask for a prayer request also, sweetheart, please? Okay. Okay, go ahead. Continue praying for my daughter. She's in the hospital, but she's out of ICU. Thank God for that. Okay. Got and it. And her name is Tanya. Tanya? Huh? Okay. Got it. Good morning, Sabrina, again. I apologize. Can you please uh, 
lift up my auntie Bernice Hall that is in the hospital and she is um, on a breathing machine. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, I need everyone to please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Okay, let me go ahead and get and begin. Hello, my name is Tarina, the finisher, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here, Declare Victory. We are prayer called and meet Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip in your walk with Christ. Make sure to call in during the month of July where a monthly theme is entitled Purpose. Each declare will focus on understanding that God created each of us for his specific purpose and what benefits and power we have access to as a result of living our God-ordained purpose. Make sure you invite your friends so they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today. I'm not sure if we have a Bible study with with Pastor LaBelle Jones. I know it's the holiday. If so, TNT Bible study is tonight. begins at 5.30 p.m. sharp, and Bible study will go from 6 to 7 p.m. You don't want to miss the teaching from Pastor LaBelle Jones. It will definitely enrich your spirit. There is no prayer request submitted by the um, online, but we do have spoken prayer requests. The first one from Sister Sylvia, praying for the Brett family of the passing of her mother. Please keep the whole family in prayer, praying for comfort, peace, and strength as they go through the um, difficult time. The second one is from Miss B, Barbara. Continue prayer for her daughter, Tanya. She's out of ICU, but we continue praying for her complete healing in the name of Jesus. The next one is from Sister uh, Sabrina, praying for um, her, praying for Bernice Hall. She's on the breathing machine in the hospital. We praying for her for complete healing in the name of Jesus. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise, Ramona, declaration, Chris. Christina Joy, then we go right to closing comments, hosted by Declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise, Ramona, declaration, Christina Joy, then we go right in closing comments, hosted by Declare. The scripture for today is Romans 8, 28. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until it's start to come off mute. I now pass the call over to the prayer word, Ramona. Everyone, please have a blessed day. Happy Fourth of July. Be safe. Enjoy your family. Jesus loves you, and so do I. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, come, you guys, as we prepare our hearts to go to the throne. 
Oh, thank you, Father God. Oh, Heavenly Father, we just come right now first giving you praise and glory for being the amazing God that you are. We thank you, God, for just your amazing love towards, towards us, Father God. We thank you, Father, for being the most high God, for just being God Almighty, Father. We thank you, Father, just for all that you are. You are Jehovah Rapha, Father God. You are Alpha and Omega. We just bless your holy name, Lord, and we just come right now, Father, also asking you, Lord, to forgive us of any sins that we have committed, Lord. Any sins we have committed, we just ask you first off, forgive us, Father. Forgive us, Lord, and we thank you. We thank you for your forgiveness. We thank you for your forgiveness, Father God. And we ask you, Lord, to continue to create in us a clean heart that we shall continue to forgive, that we shall not hold on to offense, that we shall not hold on to bitter and anger and, and things that uh, people have done to us, Father God. Thank you for creating us a clean heart that we shall forgive one another. Oh, thank you, Lord, for forgiveness, Father God. Oh, Father, we just come right now, Lord, asking you, Father, and we asking you, Father, to touch the Brit family. Touch the Brit family, Father. We just heard that they have lost their mother. We heard they have lost their mother, Father, and we know, Lord God, that she is with you, Father God. So we just pray right now, Lord, that you comfort the family. Comfort the family, Father. Send the Holy Spirit just to comfort them in this time where they are just missing a mother and they know that they're not going to physically see her again, Lord. But we just pray right now that you give them comfort to know, Lord, that they shall see her again in eternity with you, Lord. I just, we just pray, Lord God, that you give them comfort, give them strength, give them the, um, just, just what they need to continue, Lord, to move, to move in this life, Father God, to continue to love and on one another, to continue, Lord, to uplift her memories and keep her memories alive, Father. And we thank you, Lord, for her life. We thank you for a life that you've given that they, that they, um, to remember and know her life, her spirit of who she is, Lord, knowing that you fearfully and wonderfully made her, Lord, to be their mother, to be their mother, Lord. So I just, we just, we just thank you, Lord, for her life, Father God. And we also is lifting up, Father, Tanya, Tanya for um, Miss D's daughter. We just thank you right now, Father, the, that you are continuing to heal her body, we continue to heal her body. We um, know that your hand is over her, Father God. We see, we thank you, Lord, that you are continuing to uh, um, give her strength, Father, continue to heal her body, continue to just um, um, do, have her do well. May she just get well. We just thank you, Lord, for all that you're going to continue and the victory that is going to be the blessing of her total healing, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Lord, for Bernice Hall and her life, Father. We know that she's in a hospital right now, Father, with breathing problems, and we just ask that you be the doctor, you be the nurse, and you just touch her lungs, have your way in and through her body right now, Father, giving her more breath, more of your breath, the new life of your breath, she'll just be um, pour over her, Lord. We just say bless her, Father. Give her um, new lungs to to breathe, to live, Father God. And we thank you for your will, your good will, and the love that you have for your daughter that you want to do in and through her, Father God. 
we just say, bless you, Father. Glory be to God. Because we know, Lord, that you are for us. You're not against us, Lord. You sent your only begotten son to come and die for us, to come and die for us because you love us so much, Lord God. And we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus, oh God, for you, for coming, conquering sin. For, for conquering death, Lord, because you saw us. You saw us, Father. You had a purpose for our life. Oh, and we thank you, Lord, for the purpose that you have for our life um, to get us back in line in eternity with you, Father. Back in eternity with being in happiness in you, Lord, living in eternity with you, Lord God. So we just say, have your way, Lord God, in and through us, Lord. Have your way in and through us, Lord. Oh, we just thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you saw us. Way before you created this world, you saw us. You had a purpose for us, Father God. We thank you. Way before you even knitted us in our mother's womb, you knew us. Our soul knew you. So thank you. May our soul be reminded of our purpose, of, of being with you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. May our, our, our soul be reminded of you knitting us together, fearfully and wonderfully making us. Oh, glory be to God. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord, for your love, your love that has never failed us and it never will. Oh, we just thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Father God. We also come in, Lord, praying for each and every person that's going to declare victory, Lord. You know them, Father, as we say, you formed them in a mother's womb, Lord. But, Father, you have a purpose for their life. Oh, Father, I pray right, we, we pray right now, Lord, that the purpose shall be revealed, that the purpose shall be revealed, Lord God. Oh, God, that they shall walk in it, Father, that they shall walk in it fearfully, Father, and wonderfully, Lord, with bold and confidence, Lord God. Oh, I just thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus, because you have, you, you have a plan for us plans to give us life and life more abundantly. You, Lord Jesus, you don't have a plan that we we could be your handiwork, Lord God, that we could be your handiwork, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that your good work shall be completed in us, that your good work shall be completed in us. Oh, glory be to God. Just continue, Lord God, to have your way have your way, Father, that we can continue, Father, to stand to be the watchmen that you called us to be, Lord, that we can stand to be the ambassadors that you called us to be, Father God. Oh, just continue, Father, to give us the strength, Father, to, to always know that you are our foundation, Lord, that you are our rock that we stand on, Lord God, that to know, Lord, that nothing, nothing can remove us, nothing can pluck us out of your hands, Lord, that you, our identity and you, Lord Jesus, that we're called, we're called, Father God, you called us, you called us, you saved us, Father God, as you said in um, 2 Timothy Timothy and um, 1 and 10, you said you saved us and you called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, Father, but because of your own purpose and your grace. So we just thank you for your mercy and your grace, Lord. Thank you for your grace that never runs out. Oh, glory be to God. 
Glory be to God. Father, we love you, but we know you love us more. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So we just come right now, Father, giving you the praise and the glory because you are worthy. You are worthy of the praise. You are worthy, Lord God, of our worship. So may we just come off right now giving God the praise, giving God glory for being God Almighty, for being for you, not against you. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. You are amazing, God. You are amazing, God. Thank you, Lord God. Your love. Your love. Your love. my soul Thank you, Lord. 
Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Jesus. As we just come, Father God, in Jesus, thank you, Lord, that no weapon formed against us on this day shall prosper. And we thank you, Lord God, because we thank you for the armor of God that we have upon us on today. We thank you for your armor, God. We thank you for the helmet of salvation, Father God. We thank you, Lord, for your for the breastplate of righteousness, Father. We thank you, Father, for the shield, the shield of faith, Father God. We thank you, Lord, for the sword, which is your word. May your word be implanted in our mouth on today, Lord God. We thank you for your the, the, the shoes that is on our feet, Father. You are you getting us ready and ordering our steps on today, Lord, that we shall walk in the narrow path on today, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We shall walk and be the ambassadors and the servants that you called us to be, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord, and we just act right now, Lord, as you prepare Christina, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for the word that you have prepared her for to give us, Father. Oh, thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. We just ask, Lord, that you cover her, Lord. Cover her with the blood, Lord God. Cover her, Lord, and that she shall be covered in you, Lord God. Fill her back up when she's done, Lord Jesus, that she shall be filled with your word, filled with your spirit, Lord Jesus. We just thank you, Lord God. Oh, Lord, thank you. We ask you just to cover on today. We know it's going to be a lot of fireworks. But, Lord, just cover the people, Lord, that no harm and danger shall come, Lord Jesus. And we just ask all this in your marvelous name, in your marvelous name, Jesus. We thank you. We love you. Amen. And thank God. Thank you, Lord God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody, please mute your phone. Thank you, Jesus. Now pass the call. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, um, I just wanted to make sure that you all hear me clearly. Uh, Moxie? Yes. Yes. We hear you very clearly. Who else was that? Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. All right. So um, happy, happy Independence Day. Happy Fourth, everyone. I am, of course, Christina Joy. I am going to be um, teaching on a different day. Today is Triumphant Tuesday. And before we get started, just want to make sure you all are checking your phones, um, making sure that they are on mute, um, just to protect the integrity of the call uh, for those listening live and those who may uh, listen to the replay. So thank you, Tarina, um, the finisher, for hosting. Thank you, Moxie. Uh, for releasing that sound of a warrior as you took us boldly before the throne of grace. And thank you to everybody who um, opened their mouths and made their decree and declared before the, before the Lord this morning. So I will go ahead and get started. So, of course, Abba, thank you so much for this moment and this opportunity to speak. Um, to your people. Of course, I ask that it's not my will, but thy will be done. Uh, Let me do a great job of getting out of your way this morning. I ask that I may decrease um, so that you may increase. Let the words out of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Um, Oh, Lord, for you are my strength. You are my redeeming. And I ask forgiveness of all sins, known or unknown, so that this prayer be not hindered, so that this declaration um, be not hindered as well. I thank you that you alone 
and your word is glorified by all that I will speak this morning, that your kingdom is edified and that the devil is absolutely terrified. This is the mighty and matchless name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. All right. So <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and continue. I do hear some noise, but if y'all could just check your phones for me real quick, I'd appreciate it. And moving on. So yesterday we launched off the theme of July uh, being purpose. The radical midwife uh, talked about the problem, the process, and the promise and gave us the working definition of purpose, the reason for which something is done or created, um, something set up as an object or an end to be attained. So in continuation with that definition and with that theme, I want to um, talk about your kingdom purpose here on the earth, your kingdom purpose. So first and foremost, I want to ask you all a question. It's a, a question that a lot of people have a tendency to ask. Why are you here? Right? Why are you here? When you think about the fact that when God created everything from the microscopic algae in the sea, all the way to the vast Milky Way. He was thinking about when he would place you here on the earth. So why are you here in this particular day and time, this century, this moment? He could have placed you at any other time throughout history, but he chose now. He chose now. Romans 11, verse 36 says, everything comes from God alone. Everything lives by his power and everything is for his glory. And the Lord has made everything for his purpose. That's Proverbs chapter 16, verse 4. So let's talk about that, right? The reason for everything is to show the glory of God. That's the reason everything exists. That's why I exist. That's why you exist. God made it all for his glory. And without God's glory, there would be nothing. When you look around and you go outside and you look at creation, you realize that everything created by God reflects his glory in some way. The sunsets, the stars, the trees, the birds the sound that they make, everything reflects his glory in some kind of way. So if that's the case, and God says in the Bible, it talks about in heaven that God's glory provides all the light that's needed. And Jesus said we are to be light here on the earth. When you look at yourself in the mirror, mirror, do you ever see a reflection of God's glory? Do you just see your imperfections? Do you just see your mistakes? When we think about Jesus, we think about him being a reflection of the glory of God. We think about him being light in the world. And if you understand that you are made in the image of God, you are created to give light in the world of darkness. 
then you too are you too are to bring glory to God through your life. That's why you're here. It's part of your purpose. Revelations um, chapter four verse eleven says that you are worthy, O Lord our God, to receive glory and honor and power for you created everything. And you may be saying, well, not everything, not everyone gives God glory, but that's part of sin. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But it doesn't mean you shouldn't try to fulfill the purpose here on earth, which is for you to bring God glory. So there are five different purposes and ways that you can give um, glory to God through your life and for the, not just for the sake of time, because I could say that, but at the end of the day, it's really because I'm being obedient to the Holy Spirit. I'm only going to talk about two of them. So I'm going to start with a few scriptures, and then we'll talk about those five purposes, and then hone in on to the two that he wants me to discuss. So um, there are some words Jesus spoke. And he said in John 17, verse 4, he said, I brought glory to you here on earth by doing everything you told me to do. So then let's talk about what did Jesus tell us to do as we discuss these five purposes, these five kingdom purposes, um, which is what we are created and to do and why we should do them to bring the glory to God. So Matthew chapter 22, uh, verses 36 through 39, for anybody taking notes. That's Matthew 22, verse 36 through 39. In the New Living Translation, it says, Teacher, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? And Jesus replied, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And a second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. And then I'm going to um, discuss Matthew 28, 18 through 20. So Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, Go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Matthew 28, 18 through 20, that was in the So in these two scriptures, we can find Five purposes and ways that we can live our lives out in such a way that it gives God the glory. So I'm going to talk about, I'm going to list them, and then like I said, I'm only going to talk about two. So the first purpose, purpose number one, you bring God glory by loving God with all of your heart, all of your um, soul, and all of your mind. And you express that love through worship. So purpose number one, we are to 
worship. That's our expression of our love to God. Purpose number, that's purpose number one. Purpose number two, we are to love your neighbor. You are to love your neighbor. Um, so you can put in parentheses, that would be um, serving your assignment and your contribution here on earth. This would be categorized as your ministry. You love others through the way that you um, serve them here on the earth. That's your contribution. That's your assignment. That's your ministry. All right. Purpose number three, and that would be to evangelize. He said to go and make disciples. So that's your kingdom mission, right? To go and evangelize. So you would give God glory by telling others about him, sharing the good news. Purpose number four, fellowship. You bring God glory by loving other believers. He said to baptize them. When you baptize someone under the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, they are accepted into God's family. And so your purpose is to love the body of Christ, that fellowship. And then the fifth purpose, when he said, let me scroll up. Teach the new disciples to obey the commands I have given you. So then your fifth purpose is discipleship. When you teach someone, when you teach other disciples everything Jesus has taught you, in other words, you are supposed to become like Jesus. You're supposed to become Christ-like. And that's how you give God glory, by becoming like Christ. So, those are the five kingdom purposes here um, that Jesus told us to do in the word of God. And I am only going to talk about the ones that are tied to Matthew 22, 36 through 39. I'm going to start with loving your neighbor, and then we'll close with the first purpose, which is how to love God. All right. So, you are created to love. Love should be your top priority. It should be your primary objective. It should be the most important part of your life. The Bible says, let love be your greatest aim in first corinthians 14 verse 1 let it be your highest goal love so when you understand that loving people and loving god are the best use of your life you realize that you were created not to consume the resources here on the earth, but to make a difference with your life and to show up in the way that you do that is through your love. So 
if you understand that love leaves a legacy, how you treat people um, gives the most enduring impact here on the earth, you will find the way that God created you to love others. What do, what do I mean by that? How do, you, how do you find the way God created you to love others? Well, by the way that you serve. When you say that you are a believer and you are um, a follower of Jesus, you have to be a doer and not just a hearer, which means you have to give back. You have to give some of your time, your talents, and your abilities. So how much you give of yourself to others is the essence of love, not what you provide, not what you think, but how much of yourself do you give? And that's part of accepting your assignment here on the earth. So you've got your assignment, which is your ministry, your call, but then you've got your kingdom mission, which is to go and make disciples to the ends of the earth to evangelize. But when you understand that you were made for a purpose that's tied to an assignment, you start to realize God has equipped you with everything you need to accomplish it. He's equipped you with everything you need to accomplish it. Um, 1 Corinthians 12, verses 4 through 6 says that there are distinctive varieties of spiritual gifts, special abilities given by the grace and extraordinary power of the Holy Spirit that operate in believers. And it is the same spirit who grants and empowers them. Then there are distinctive varieties of ministries and service, but it's the same Lord who is served. And then there are distinctive ways of working to accomplish all of these things. But it is the same God who produces all things and all believers. So the way that you discover what's my assignment, what's my call, you would first discover your spiritual gift. So the acronym for this would be S-H-A-P-E, shape, your spiritual gift. Do you know what your spiritual gifts are? We just read how the spiritual gifts come from the spirit of God. If you don't know what your spiritual gifts are, then you need to take a spiritual gifts test. That's one way you could do it. And then find out, okay, what are my spiritual gifts? Spiritual gifts are different than your abilities, okay? Spiritual gifts come from the spirit. What is your passion? What's in your heart, that's H, that you're passionate about? What is it that you feel you're supposed to do and give a contribution here on the earth? Are you passionate about making sure that there are women out here and children that aren't sex trafficked? That's something you're passionate about, is helping to get them off the street. Are you passionate about making sure everyone has access to clean water? Are you passionate about making sure that children have an access to a good education? Are you passionate about teaching? Are you passionate about feeding others, making sure they have access to a good home-cooked meal? What is, what is your passion? Because when you realize 
what you're passionate about, that helps to guide you into, okay, what's, what's my assignment? You tie that passion into what are your spiritual gifts. And then you have your abilities. Your abilities are the natural talents you were born with. So you might be naturally good at thinking, right? Because every ability can be used for the glory of God. You might be naturally good at writing. You just might be naturally good at building and creating things with your hands. You might be naturally good at coding and with technological advances. You might be a visionary and you can see fabric and put a whole outfit together. You may be naturally good at clothing people. You may be naturally good at teaching. What is your natural ability? Because God gives us the ability to do certain things well. And a natural ability is just as important as your spiritual gift. These are things you were given at the time you were born. Then you've got your personality. So your personality is also unique to you. Your personality helps to determine where you would use your spiritual gifts and your abilities. When you recognize that your personality is your, it's almost like it's part of your your spiritual fingerprint. It's, all, it's unique to you. All of this makeup is unique to you because God works through different people in different ways. You might be an introvert. You might be an extrovert. You might be in between. You might love routine and order and structure and someone else. You might love variety. You like you like to switch it up. It doesn't make you worse or better or anything. Your personality is just the way God made you. And he uses all types of personalities. When you look in the Bible, God didn't use the same type of personality to do his work through, when you think about that. They called Jeremiah the weeping prophet. He was always sad. But Peter was, he was radical. So even with the 12 disciples, they were all different in their personality. So there's no right or wrong with your personality and your temperament. We need all kinds of personalities to balance out the church. But your power, like I said, but your personality will affect how and where you use your spiritual gifts and abilities. And then you have your experiences. And when you think about your experiences that you have had in your life, many of these were beyond your control. They were beyond your control. But we are shaped by your experiences. And God allows these experiences for the purpose of molding you. It's part of your worldview. It's the way you view the world. It's part of the way you see things. So you can ask yourself when, it, when you think about, okay, my experiences. Growing up, what did you learn 
and your family? Or what were your favorite subjects in school? Were you into the language arts? Were you into drama? Were you into science? Were you into math? As an adult, what jobs have you been the most effective in and enjoyed the most? In your spiritual experiences, what has been your most meaningful time with God? When you think about the way you've served God in the past, what part of ministry was that in? How was it for you? Have you ever served God in any capacity in ministry? And then you have to think about your pain, those painful experiences. What what things hurt you? What thorns and trials and problems have you learned from? A lot of people don't want to use their painful experiences as a way of understanding God uses it for the purpose of preparing you for ministry. But your assignment most likely comes out of your greatest hurt. Hmm. It's normally the very experiences that you resent and that you regret the most the ones that you want to hide and forget about, the ones that you're embarrassed about, those are the ones that God wants to use to help others. The Bible says, God, he conquers us in all of our troubles so that we can comfort others, so that when others are troubled, we will be able to give them the same comfort God has given us. You've got to stop covering up those painful moments in your life. And it's all right to admit your faults, your failures, and your fears. But people are most encouraged when we share how the grace of God helped us in our weaknesses than when we brag about our strengths. Don't be afraid to use your story to help somebody go through their own journey in life. If you were addicted, you probably can help people who struggle with addiction. If you've gone through grief from the loss of a loved one, you can help others go through that journey of grief. So that's purpose number two. Then let's talk about the first purpose, right? To love God with all of your heart, all of your mind, and all of your soul. What is that really? What does that mean when we say that? To give God the glory means to worship. What does that look like? What does it look like to bask in his presence and to enjoy him? Worship should never feel like an obligation or a chore. It should be motivated by love. Your expression of your love to God is worship. Delighting in him, being thankful. But it's much more than praising. It's more than singing. 
It's even more than praying. It's a lifestyle of enjoying God. It's a lifestyle of loving him and giving yourself to be used for his purpose of your life. Because when you use your life for the glory of God, every single thing you do can be an act of worship. Bringing a blanket to somebody that's on the street because it's cold outside is an act of worship. Rounding up your 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 um your bill at the grocery store to donate is an act of worship because you're giving back like everything. But at the heart of worship is surrender. And see, that's the part of loving God with all of your heart, all of your mind, and all of your soul that we sometimes struggle with. Because we think of surrendering as a bad thing. When you think of surrender, you think of waving the white flag in the battle and you're admitting your defeat. You're deciding to forfeit your game. You're yielding to someone that's actually stronger. But at the end of the day, surrendering to God is at the heart of worship. It's the natural response to realizing that he loves you so much. He's so merciful and so kind because he loved us first. That why not trust him? So, Romans 12, Paul says to offer ourselves or give yourselves as a living sacrifice dedicated to his service and pleasing him. This is your reasonable worship. This is your true worship. This is what you're supposed to do. That's what worship is all about, giving yourself up. Jesus said, take up your cross and follow me. Dying to yourself, yielding to the spirit. What, at the end of the day, your personal surrender is at the heart of the way that you worship. It's at the heart of that posture of the way that you worship. But there are three things that keep us from being totally surrendered to God, which then prevents us from being able to truly love him with all of our heart, mind, and soul. The first barrier that blocks total surrender to God is fear. Do you trust God? Because you won't surrender to him if you don't trust him. And you can't trust him until you get to know him better. You get to know him better by spending time in the word. Because fear will keep you from surrendering, but perfect love casts out all fear. So the more you realize how much God loves you, that he's doing everything that he does because he loves you, the easier your surrender will be. See, a lot of the times we struggle because we don't trust him. But the greatest expression of God's love for us was that he gave his son and Christ died for us. But God doesn't want to force you into surrender. 
He lets you make that choice. You have the choice. You can choose to surrender or you can choose not to. But if you don't surrender, then you're limiting how well you live out purpose on the earth. A lot of times when we think of the story of the um, servants with the talent and the one who buried his talent, he buried it out of fear because he was afraid of his master and the way his master even got the money and what he would have done with it. He didn't even use what he was given out of fear. Don't let fear keep you from using what God's given you. Don't let fear keep you from truly surrendering to God even when it doesn't make sense. But then we've got pride. That's the second barrier. A lot of times we feel like life be life and our life is a struggle when at the end of the day, it's really not a struggle. Our struggle is with God because we want things to go our way and to things to do and God, and God to move in our timing. We want things to happen when we want them to happen. So what we struggle with, we struggle with that desire to have complete control over our lives. And that's what causes you to stress. You're stressed and you're freaking out about stuff. But at the end of the day, you should just give it to God. That releases so much of that anxiety and that worry from you, but pride keeps you from not wanting to be in control, from wanting to be in control all the time. That's what pride does. It keeps you wanting to be in control, and it prevents you from being totally surrendered to God. Like. If you think about something in the past that you really freaked out about, right, and you were like, I don't even know how this is going to work out for me, and you were just worried, 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 and then it works out, and you look back like, man, how was I even stressing? Because you didn't surrender it all the way to God. You were trying to figure out how the outcome would be and how you can contribute to the desired outcome that you want. That's it. We aren't God. We're human. We have to accept our limitations and just trust that God knows more. He's going to do more, even if it doesn't make sense. And then that third block, that third block is confusion. When you're confused about your direction, and where you're going, you won't want to surrender. So that God, the word of God says that he says his word is a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. So you have to learn how to obey the word of God instead of trying to live life without his word. Because if you do that, you're just going to end up in confusion. You can't do things like the world does. You're made in your you're in the world but you're not of it the moment you try to mix the two you start getting confused start mixing ideologies you start mixing new age stuff with what the word of god says that's confusion confusion is not of god so you've got to cast down every imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of god and you've got to realize who you are, who you are, and what you're supposed to do here on earth. 
So when you decide to sacrifice your life, when you decide that you're sick and tired of going through a cycle and going and trying to do things over and over and expecting the same results, you start to understand that there are things that I'm going to have to change. So, God, what what is it in me that needs to change? I'm surrendering this to you. I'm laying everything down. God doesn't want you to think that your surrender means your personality is going to change or you're going to end up being a robot. No, that's not that's not what this is. He wants to use your unique in the mission and the mandate that he has for you. But you have to determine and you have to decide do you love God enough, wholeheartedly enough, to give him all of you? Because surrender is the heart of worship. And to worship God means to love him with all of your heart, mind, and soul. And those are the two purposes I wanted to discuss with you today. Before we close, I'm going to play a song just for a minute or so. And I want you to think for yourself if you are ready to Fighting battles we can't win With swords we can lift And armor that don't fail Some of us have been running ourselves tired Running races too long Knowing our feet aren't that strong And I hear the Lord say, surrender, 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 you won't lose, cause I'm fighting, I'm fighting for you. Is there any more that needs to bow a knee? Come right now. Surrender. 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 You won't lose because I'm fighting. I'm fighting, I'm fighting for you. All you have to do is surrender, surrender, surrender. And I promise you won't lose, cause the Lord is fighting, yeah. He's fighting, yeah. He's fighting for 
just lift up your hands and surrender. 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 And I promise you won't lose, for the Lord is fighting. He's fighting. He's fighting for you. So Jesus, I surrender. 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 For your fighting, your fighting, your fighting. That's my share, ladies and gentlemen. I pray that something that was said um, resonated or ministered to you. And we can talk about it during Love, Life, and Victory. But for now, I want to open up the floor to um, men, any men that have joined us this morning that would like to say good morning, whether it's your first time or not. Then I want to open up the call to first-time callers. Um, and then after that, anybody else that wants to say good morning before we jump into Love, Life, and Victory. So men, where you at, men? There's a testosterone on the call. Where you at? No, no men on the call. No, All right, any new callers that want to say good morning? Good morning again. This is Tasia. Um, Christina, thank you for inviting me to this call. I have received so much from this call, and I look forward to joining again. Thank you, Tasia, for coming. All right. Thank you, sis. Anybody else that's new that wants to say good morning? Anybody else that wants to say good morning at all? Good morning, morning, Christina. This is Sandy. What a beautiful message. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you, Sandy. Good morning. And I heard someone else saying good morning. She's back. Pretty Patrice. Good morning, Christina hey, Joy. Happy declaration. Awesome. Thank you. Good morning, Christina. This is Shana. You did an awesome job. Awesome, awesome job. Thank you. Thank you, Shana. Love you, sis. Good morning, Christina. This is Joyful. I missed the declaration, but I will be calling back. But I just want to, I wanted to say good morning and tell you thank you for your smile that comes through the phone. Thank you, Joyful Jacqueline. You're welcome. Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) Happy Tuesday. So, 
let's just jump right in. Love, life, and victory. Who wants to say um, any takeaways or anything? Any ahas, whatever it is. Go ahead and jump right in. Hi, this is Sister Sylvia. Thank you so much for your declaration. I really appreciate it. And, you know, when I heard what the word of the month was, it took me back two years ago, uh, January of 2021, when I was really seeking what God's purpose was for my life. I had worked a couple of decades in substance abuse and worked with the unhoused and worked in HIV AIDS and always wanted to be in an environment where I could openly declare the victory and not have to hide it because of the job purposes of what you can talk about. And so I had met a hospice chaplain that worked with my mom, and I was so inspired. I was like, I can still encourage people, and I can do it in a spiritual care level. And so after 30 days of meditating on every single declaration, every single scripture, God led me into chaplaincy, which, you know, eventually led into uh, being ordained and going to seminary school. But I had, it was not, nothing to do with me. I literally wanted to know what his purpose was for my life after seeking what I thought for many years that I wanted to do. And it has been a life changer for me. Um, And I believe he was preparing me to be able to minister to my mother, to be her chaplain, to pray and read scriptures with her all the way until uh, she passed away a few weeks ago. And I just thank God for declare victory because this is a life-changing system that you guys have here. And I just really appreciate your declaration. I appreciate Dion for, you know, what God gives her to bring for topics. And I just encourage everyone to really seek what God's purpose is for your life. You will be amazed. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Sylvia. It's a beautiful testimony. I have one takeaway. I've learned over the years that when God puts something in your heart to speak to a person, you don't know whether you're propelling that person into their destiny. And I've learned not to be concerned about what the person says because I know when the voice of God speaks. So I thank God. I can remember years ago when Christina Dion and myself and Daryl Belcher were working at a corporate job and we used to have to go into a special room to be able to pray. And then it wasn't allowed. But then the miracles began to happen. People began to get healed. Souls were delivered. People were saved. So Daryl was able to go all the way up the food chain and get permission for us to have a prayer room. So I thank God for the ability to stand up and to stand on God's word, not to be seen, but for God's word to be spoken because it changes lives. Yes. Thank you, Sandy. Yes. So so I remember those days too. Hey Sandy girl. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Oh man. And just look, and for y'all who don't understand Back when I didn't know my, I didn't know purpose. I didn't know my assignment. I didn't know what I was called to do on the earth. I remember when Sandy 
I'll never forget, rubbed elbows in the bathroom with me and saw what I was doing. Like God showed her. And she just started praying. She said she started praying for me. She didn't say nothing. She just started praying. And God connected us. And she's always been there to pray and to just encourage. Just kind of like how Dion's always been in my life. And it's like, you got to put people in your pathway when you're almost about to sabotage your purpose to keep you from missing it, right? So just be mindful of that. And sometimes God will use you to do that for someone else. That's all. Love you. <laughs> Good morning, Christina. I just wanted to say, you know what, I, I'm so thankful for this message today. Um, I was going through some things, and I was praying to God. And here you sent me a you sent me a text saying that you were going to be on today, and I'm like, oh my goodness! And everything you said, the purpose, kingdom purpose, and breaking it down, uh, just really blessed me for today. And I realized that fear does capture a whole lot for me. Fear, you know, um, not surrendering like I should, thinking I'm surrendered and I haven't. Um, this has really helped me for today. And going forward as to wanting to be more intentional and um, studying more about not being religious, but studying because I, I honestly want to be closer to God. So I just thank you for this. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for coming, Valerie. And don't and, and I wanna say this for you, keep showing up. Come tomorrow. Um Definitely. every day is gonna be a different declarer and every day is gonna speak and minister to you. So yeah. Love you. Hey Christina, my name is Shana. Um, I just wanted to say that I just thought it was simply awesome. Um, just to be able to, you talked about fear, and a lot of times we're always trying to figure out, like, why things aren't working. I'm a big control freak. Um, I like to have control sometimes, especially with my life. Maybe not, like, you know, I don't have to control other people's world, but mine. And because I am a single mom of three, and I've been raised in a household where I was raised by a single mother, and I just saw the women in my family just be in control. And so to have to now, now me as a woman, I'm like, okay, I have to, you know, in order for my life to go a certain type of way, you're like, God, I know you're there. Um, but it just makes me feel comfortable. Um, and I, you know, in our side conversations, Christina, I would say like, I'm saying that I got to be, you know, comfortable with the uncomfortable in this season, which is very hard for me, extremely hard, um, and I feel like I keep getting put in positions where I have to just lean on God. Um, and so today was definitely what I needed to hear. I've been coming the last, like, three days, and every time I hear somebody speak, it just resonates to where I am. So thank you so much. And I, I know what my purpose is. Sometimes it scares me a little bit, but I know that I just have to trust God in it. So thank you so much. Are you, no, you can't stop with that, Shannon. I, I need. I want you to declare it out loud, since you know what your purpose is. I want you to. I want um, you to say it and hear yourself say it. Go ahead. 
Yes. So my purpose is to work with young girls and women. Um, I'm a life coach, so I believe that God never intended for us to walk alone. Even Jesus had his disciples with him. He had some that were very close to him. He had some that may have not been as close, but I just believe that God intended us to walk with people through their hard times, through their good times, through their in-between. And so I declare that God has purpose in me to walk with women and young girls to get them to their purpose. <laughs> love it. All right. I love you, sis. <laughs> love you, sis. All right. Anyone else? Anyone want to declare their purpose or declare their surrender or just say what resonated to them? Go ahead. And we will talk a little bit more on this beautiful day off, this 4th of July. So who else want to say something? Hi, this is Lenore, and um, I'd like to say thank you for sharing today. I was definitely blessed by it. Um, one takeaway is I appreciated the acronym of SHAPE. I take a lot of notes, and sometimes I can retain things when I'm when I'm taking notes. Um, but that was just something that I'm able to hold on to and, and uh, believe I could ramble off with, from memory. So thank you for the simple acronym acronym awesome thank you Lenora. is this is this your first time well i know it's not your first time but who invited you because i know you've been on before but i don't think it's my first time yep. with you but thank you mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you i was invited by um by jackie a lot of times i'm i'm working during the time so i'm not able to i'm either multitasking or not able to get on at all but i always um appreciate when I'm on. So thank you. Well thank you. I'm glad that I'm glad that acronym resonated with you. And you can put it on the index card, keep it in your wallet and it'll be something to help you out going forward. Thank you. Anybody else want to say anything? Could you tell us the name of the song? Sure. Got some testosterone on. Hey, gentlemen, no problem. The name of the song was called um, I Surrender by Simon Frank. Off the song. Good morning, Christina Joy. Good morning, Gloria. Gloria. Thank you. I appreciate your declaration. I, I, um, just the idea of understanding why we're here and what God has us, uh, God created us with his specific purpose, purpose in mind, and that all we have to do is surrender and he's going to take care of the rest. I appreciate you and thank you for that excellent declaration. Thank you, Paul. Love you. Good morning, Christina. It's Elsie. Hey, Elsie. Hey, I'm in the process of discovering my purpose. I already transitioned down to San Diego safely. And I'm walking in his in his glory. Thanks be it to God. Good morning. 
That's it. And you know, I'll say this. Remember how I was saying with your experiences, sometimes it's those painful ones that God uses to equip you for ministry to others. Because I know, you know your spiritual gifts. I remember we talked about it, you take the test. Just, I want you to realize and journal this moment because God will use this to help you help others. So don't forget it. I won't. Love you. Mm-hmm. Love you. Love you. I just bought a journal the other day. Love you too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyone else want to say anything? Good morning, Christina Joy. This is Sonia. Hey, Sonia. Wonderful. Wonderful. I know about that fear factor. Y'all know I would move. He had to move me, but then I began to see when I was obedient to it. Oh boy, it just started flowing out like a river. Very good, and I loved it. Love you. Love you too. Love you too. Yeah, that fear. That fear is something we gotta dismantle daily, daily, and just overcome it. Good stuff. <clears throat> Hello, good morning. Hey, Ma. Listen, hey, you guys, that's that's so true about the fear. And the first thing that just hit my um, spirit immediately was, but his love is vicious. His love mm-hmm. is vicious. You know what I'm saying? To cast it all out. Mm-hmm. And that's, I just, just heard that immediately. You know, because one thing I totally understand, come on now, is that fear thing. You know, and how, he, how that is easily tried to you know, rear his evil head at times, you know what I'm saying? So thank God for his word, you know, uh, that that comes up like that, you know, when you get afraid. And for me, do it in spite of, you know, when I'm learning that, you know, even even in the midst of, you know, um, this morning, you know, for me, I remember a time where I would have just, I used to be like so freaked out and, oh, my God, and I can't this and that, right? You know, this morning, mm-hmm. of course, that, that um, anxiety tried to hit. But I said, no, I cast it down. You know what I'm saying? You know, it was like a couple of, you know, things coming to my head. But you wasn't prepared. You just found out yesterday and all this stuff. Like, wait a minute. Who are you talking to? I'm always, man, we talk my prayer here. You know, you got to cast it down, that fear of how it can sneak up in different ways of, you know, how it talks to you, how it gets you to, um, you know, not do what God tells you to do or just what you're um anointed to do or what you're called to do period we all called to pray we all supposed to be praying you know that's our weapon you know mm-hmm. so it's just you know just one thing that just popped up in my mind when you said that because his love is vicious you know remember that that this love can never fail you know just things mm-hmm. to remind ourselves you know so mm-hmm. i know exactly what you mean i know exactly what you mean that's for sure yeah it's perfect love cast out off the air. It's a violent thing with this love. So we'll do it. Yeah. And then when you come out on the other side after you've done it, you guys, you know, what you were just saying, you might be like, wow, you know, thank you, Father. And you, you know, give yourself, you know, that, that's um, not praising yourself, but, you know, like pat yourself on the back, like, I did it. Yes, mm-hmm. Father, I followed you. I did what you said. You know, I did it in spite of all this mess that I done built over here of why I can't, you know? 
Like, God, I mm-hmm. did it. And that's destroying it right there. You know, kick that yep. bug over. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you, when you yeah. think about an, a good example is like, the pro, um the prophecy right having to call someone you don't you don't know or say a word to somebody in the store that you don't know and the Lord's like you need to tell them this and you're like what if if you allow fear to take over you won't be obedient and you won't do what God asked you to do and you never know why He asked you to do that until you do it and then they receive it and you're like oh wow okay and it increases your faith so. That's why you have to dismantle fear every single time. Mm-hmm. I agree. Great declaration, mm-hmm. sister, as always. Thank you. I love Thank you, guys. You. Love you, too. All right. Anyone else want to share before we close? Because I'm going to give you guys time back on this holiday, too. So it's triumphant Independence Day. So anyone else want to share? All right. Well, look, if there's nobody else, I won't hold you all. I will give you all some time and let you um, marinate that meat you got to put on that grill today and have your time back. So just close us out in prayer if there's nobody else. So, Lord, I just thank you. Thank you for using us for your purpose as you've called us as a member and accepted in the beloved. You've called us as your child through the spirit of adoption. And you've saved us by your grace. That's what you would allow your glory to be felt in and through us in all that we do. And that for all of us here on the call that we would choose this day, on this day that we would surrender to your will in our lives that you would be glorified, you would be honored, you would be magnified in all that we do. Ask for you to allow there to be a hedge of protection over each and every person who is going on the highways and byways today, that you would allow your traveling grace and mercies over them, um, that you would keep them away from any hurt, harm, and danger, and not only them, but their children and everybody that's connected to them. Thank you that you even allow those people that are assigned um, to us to help us um, live out our purpose here on the earth, to be drawn to us in this season. I thank you for releasing an anointing over each and every one of us that helps us to discern um, the times and the seasons that we're in, whether we're in process, whether we're in preparation, um, or whether you are positioning us to live out every single thing that you have assigned and equipped us to do here on this earth. Thank you for even allowing us to stay plugged in and body in the vine, which is Jesus, and for surrendering to your process of cloning, um, removing those things that no longer serve purpose in our lives. Thank you for giving us revelation and insight onto any cycles that need to be broken, um, be broken out of our lives, be broken out of our ministry, um, be broken <clears throat> off of our patterns and our behavior, and that Holy Spirit you would comfort, you would guide, and you would teach us all things. Cover each and every person with the blood of Jesus from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. And I ask God that you would forgive every sin 
know that I'm not that this prayer be not handed. So just thank you for everything you've done and everything you're doing as we continue to live out our purpose. And please you in spirit and in truth in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so have a great day. Have a great day. Have a great day. Everyone. Thank you. Have an amazing day. Have a great day. Have a good day. Have a good day. Have a good day.